Excuse me. <laughs> I think I'm in the wrong apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Trust or no trust is just a legal document. I feel like you're my dad right now. <laughs> That's usually how <laughs> a lot of my dates go. No, yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> we should get into that. Oh no. Okay, wait, also, are you dating somebody right now? I'm single. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. So that I would get to know like what's happening before yeah, I, yeah. before I die. Um I'm single. I am dating around. Okay. All right. Well, welcome, Nikki. Oh, are we recording? <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Shit. It's all good. Yeah. I just signed it though, so everything before that doesn't count. But, but everything before that is me talking, so it that's true. That's I'll, true. I'll cut it out. All right. Okay. Well, um, this is fun. This is very exciting. Yeah. Uh, I. This is the second one I recorded today because. I, oh my God, the scheduling thing with the shows, it was so intense. I was like, I'm going to wake up early today. I'm going to record the episodes and then I'm going to go to work. Right. I was supposed to meet the guy at 9.30. I woke up at 9.40. Okay. And I went on my phone. I was like, oh my God, I hope you didn't leave. He's like, hey, bro, I just got here. I'm like, yes. Oh my perfect. God. Okay. Yeah. So. Nice. So you, you kept me for a second. Yeah. Right. It's so I'm nice and warmed up. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I shouldn't be offended by it. Is that something that would offend you? I don't know. It's like, I thought you like set out this day for me, you know? I did at first. Right. But then uh, a gig came out on Wednesday. That's when I was supposed to record with him. Okay. And for some reason, in my mind, we're meeting on Friday. You and I? Yeah. Okay. And then I was like, oh, perfect. Like, I'll record one on Thursday and then one on Friday. And yeah. literally, as I scheduled it, you're like, so we're still on for Thursday? And I was like, oh my God, I'm so dumb. Right. I have a dentist appointment tomorrow uh, at like two, so, okay. and you have a psychic appointment. So I have both. a, yeah, it's, um, it's crucial for me. So it's <laughs> almost as important as your dentist. Yeah. Yeah. Is this the first time? Uh, no. There's so much <laughs> shame on your face. <laughs> because like, I, I kind of get why people judge me. Like I, I agree. <laughs> I agree that yeah. it's ridiculous, but it makes me feel good. And I'm trying not to question that shit anymore what questions do you discuss with your psychic normally okay so i only i did like a tarot reading in toronto Mm -hmm. before i moved to vancouver right she was just basically like telling me what was up like what i could expect when i was in vancouver to be honest i don't even fucking remember what she said but i did cry wow so it must have resonated i remember crying (laughs) that i remember I don't know. I do therapy. Like, I'm in therapy. I go every single week. And I'm like, I want something that allows me to connect with my, like, spirituality in a way that doesn't feel, like, super serious. I don't have specific questions. I guess I do want to ask her, like, about my job and stuff. Mm -hmm. But nothing, like, romance related. What about your job? Like, if I should be in this... Okay, I was listening to this podcast episode with Bobby Lee and mm-hmm. his girlfriend, and right. they were talking about so how... Tiger Belly? Yeah, Tiger Belly. Yeah. And they were I've talking... I've met him in LA, like, a couple months ago. Oh, for real? Yeah. He told me I'm hot. Oh, my God! Yeah. I was at uh, the comedy store. He was performing, and it was honest, it was so much fun. Yeah. And he dropped... Well, Comedy Central, I think, dropped live at Gotham's. Okay. And he was hosting that. And when I saw the set live in uh, LA, like, he was doing the same set, but jokes were slightly different. Right, right. And then after the show, like, he was outside smoking, like, most 
whatever most comics do. Yeah. And I came out and I was like, hey, like I saw your special with Gotham's that you hosted and the joke's live or right, obviously right. better. Like yeah. it was it was really cool. He was like, thanks, man. And then I, he was talking to, oh, I feel bad because the guy's sort of famous. Uh, <laughs> you forget his he's name. A, he's a comic. He, he I watched his special on Netflix or on, was it on Netflix? He's a white dude. Rory Scoville? No, I gotta look it up. <laughs> I mean, there's so many white no, dude it, comics. It, I think it's Andrew Schultz. It's someone else. Uh, it's not Rory Scovel. Okay. Rory Scovel is the like he improved a whole special. He improved that. Wait, is um he? Yeah, he did like a special. I think it's part of the comics of the world. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. like a shorter special, and right. it was like one of the. In the last season. Anyway, so he's talking to him, and I come up, and I was like, hey, this... And he looked at the other guy, he's like, look at this handsome motherfucker. <laughs> he's like, he probably could take us. Like, oh in, he could take us in a fight. And I was like, no, come on, you've got at least 30 pounds on me. He's like, what are you trying to say, dude? And I was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. And then he, like, turned around and stopped talking to me. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. this is time to leave. Yeah. Yeah. Did that go to your head? That would have gone to my head. A little bit at first. And yeah. I was like, this is so cool. Like, anyway, so you're saying... I was uh, listening to his podcast. Yeah. yeah. And he was saying how, like, if you have a plan B, like, if you have a backup, you're never going to fully commit to the thing that you want to do. I was thinking about that two days ago. Yeah. And that's how I feel right now is I feel like I can't fully commit to comedy but I also can't fully commit to my job because my brain is so tuned into comedy. Mm. For, for legal purposes, I am joking. I fully commit to my job. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that's where I am because I work at a store where I don't need my degree. Like, I don't work in engineering. Right. And I'm like, well, I can make more money if I got an engineering job, which I probably wouldn't be able to get because I don't have the experience. But if I did, I'd make more money. But at the same time... My schedule would be nine to five. My brain would be drained after the mm-hmm. fact. I wouldn't be able to do stand up. It would probably be like seven to four instead of nine to five or whatever. I wouldn't be able to do late nights. But at this job, if I have to leave, like uh, yesterday, I had to leave to the corporate gig. Yeah. Uh, I usually work till six. The gig starts at five. And I was like, hey, I'm leaving at three. And they're like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Just because of that flexibility, I think it's like a day job. So yeah. in my mind, just doing something that pays the bills and then focusing on comedy is pretty yeah. much committing just because your day job is something that some people choose to have a career in doesn't yeah. necessarily mean it's your plan b that's true yeah that's true but with my job i feel like i'm like i'm engaging in serious issues all the time so sometimes i'll go to a comedy show after and my brain is still just so tuned into that like yeah. serious corporate sort of language and comics are so fucking funny in conversation and i'm like i need to switch up my brain a bit you know, I think that's there is loosey goosey on stage, but in between, like you kind of have to treat it as a sort of structure. Maybe it's just me trying to control my life, <laughs> but I'm like everywhere needs to be structure. But no, uh, I feel you. Okay, and so you're like, should I quit my job? Tell me. <laughs> I don't want to quit my job. That's the thing. Is yeah. like it pays so well. I have so much fucking student debt. Like so much fucking student debt, and comedy is not gonna no cancel that i made 30 bucks last week yeah literally insane yeah yeah so i can't quit it but i do want to yeah i go for periods where i'm like i'm gonna find a better job and i'm I'm like looking at all the things that i get there's not a better job yeah Yeah. 
I'm willing to take a risk. Like, if there was a famous comic that was like, I need a personal assistant, I'd do oh, that. Oh, I'd do that, yeah, too. Yeah, I'd do that in a heartbeat. I was, I thought you were going to go with, I need someone to open for me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're taking a few more steps yeah, back. Yeah, in my yeah. mind, I'm like, I can open for it. Oh, my God. No way. <laughs> I'm like, can I even do this open mic? I don't know. You can. I mean, you're funny. Yeah. You, you want stuff. Yeah. That doesn't mean anything, though. Why is there not BC's funniest male comic? <laughs> um, There is. It's there called is? literally every show you oh, ever okay. have been to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That would be, the optics of that would be a little bit weird. Yeah. I mean, I guess Rise of the Next Comic isn't that, when you look at the people who made it to the next round, it's mostly dudes. Is it That's not? true. Yeah. 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 You got your representation, don't worry. <laughs> That's all I want, you know? I want to feel represented in the media. Right, yeah, And yeah. so far, it's been black. It's been bleak, yeah, yeah, yeah. for white The men. last couple of years, yeah. rough. Yeah, are you guys okay? Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, I cry sometimes. <laughs> right okay I, I don't i think we're fine i like the way it's going i think it's actually good i was talking about it to a couple of comics where they're like oh this person just puts women on the show because they want to fuck them oh is that a thing maybe i don't know not from my perspective i don't care um i want to like when i was booking my show i wanted to keep it even mm-hmm. like we had 50 percent men 50 percent women right i think that's reasonable yeah um but um and i was thinking about it from that perspective and it's like yeah it's shitty that it happens but it actually rockets women into stand-up like even if they've been doing stand-up for like a month or two yes and they get these opportunities yes it kind of evens out the playing field in the long term 100 percent. and i think that's good and i don't like yeah sometimes i'm like oh why is Someone who's been doing stand-up for a month gets this opportunity and, you know, I've been doing it for so But at the same time, I'm like, this, this is great. Yeah. yeah. I do feel like I've gotten spots I haven't been ready for maybe because I fill a quota. And maybe that's my own insecurity. But I'm like, I feel like maybe you just needed like a woman on the lineup. Not you specifically. Yeah, yeah. But just different shows. Um, but then that's given me the opportunity to like push myself. Right. So why yeah. not? I'm never going to say no. Whatever the reason, you know? Um, yeah. All right. So you're, you're new to Vancouver. I grew up in Vancouver, but I just recently moved back. Uh, how, how long ago? I moved back September of 2020. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What, what, why? I guess Toronto was worse. Toronto was worse, yeah. but I was down to ride it out with Toronto. I yeah. love Toronto, but my partner fucking hated living in <laughs> Toronto. He hated it more than anything. Yeah. And so he moved back in June and then I was just sort of like waiting to find out like if I was going to get a job or not. And then as mm. soon as I actually, no, I didn't even fucking get a job. I was just like, fuck it. I'm leaving in September. Hey, and I came here. sweet. Yeah. Were you doing stand up before you moved? So I actually, like, the way I got into stand-up was I took a class at Second City in Toronto. And then, like, two weeks into the class, the pandemic happened. So everything went virtual. Oh, I feel bad for people that started doing stand-up through Zoom. Yeah. It's such a... You miss out on a lot of skills, a lot of knowledge as to how to do things. And then a lot of people are, like, a year, year and a half in, but they've never done a live show before. Mm -hmm. And so they think they're the shit. But Mm -hmm. then when they come, it's, like, so, so different. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I never think I'm the shit, but, like, it did fuck with my timing so much. Right. Like, there's no timing at all. Like, doing doing stand-up on Zoom is, like, having sex for a glory hole. (laughs) No, having sex for a glory hole is better, for sure. Is (laughs) it? It's more like being a cam girl. Mm. 
Yeah. I wouldn't know anything about it. <laughs> Tell me more. If I had to compare experiences. <laughs> it's like, you know, when you remember Omegle? Mm. And then it would just be like, random person, random person, a dick. Yeah. That's similar to the experience. We, I did that on a date once. Went on Omegle? Yeah. Did you make it like sexy or just normal? We're, uh, me and this girl were on a date. Mm-hmm. And then we're just like, we started talking about chat roulette. Right. And she was like, what is that? And I'm like, let me fucking show you. So we went on chat roulette. But I was like, oh, there's going to be a dick pic within the first time. Yeah. She's like, no way. I'm like, you want to see? And she's like, sure. And we go on and it's like, so first... Like, whenever it would be a guy pop up and it would see both of us, it would just, like, next, next, next. And then I started doing th- that it's only her in the shot. Oh. And then the guys would stick around and then i put both of us and they're like, next. Did she know about this strategy? Yeah, no, she saw it. Okay, I was like, okay. oh, let's try it this yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, a lot of dicks. Right. A lot of dicks. Yeah, a ton of dicks. Yeah. I, don't, I spent a lot of time there as a youth. That's an interesting thing to do on a date, though. It's kind of mix it up, you know? Yeah. And I feel like it would be a good gauge of seeing, like... What that person thinks is funny. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's why taking someone to a comedy show also on a first date, if you're not performing, I feel like would be a good idea. If you're not performing. Yeah. Have, have you, well, I guess you've been dating since you started stand up. Yeah, so yeah. Has your partner seen you do stand up? He has, yeah. Does He'll he, come to some shows. Does he think he's, you're funny? Yeah, he thinks, well, I don't think he would tell me he thinks I'm not funny. Oh, okay. That's yeah. probably a good move. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That would crush me. But anytime I look at him, <laughs> yeah. he is laughing. So that's, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're just sitting reading, and then you look at him, and then he <laughs> sees you, and then he just starts laughing. <laughs> don't leave me. Uh, <laughs> I do get really annoyed when he comes home and he's like, oh my God, so and so is the funniest person I've ever met. That sends me for a trip. <laughs> he could say, like, that girl's so hot, and I'd be like, okay, cool. But, like, that girl's so fucking funny, that's not gonna fly. Yeah, if my girlfriend came home, if we're living together in that hypothetical scenario, <laughs> right. which probably wouldn't happen, and she was like, oh, I, that guy works so funny. I'd be like, where is he yeah, right now? for real. Like, that's my thing. Nobody yeah. else is allowed to be that in yeah. your life. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so work is one that you're going to ask your psychic. Yeah. How did you meet your, is that Craigslist? My psychic? Yeah. Um, Instagram. Oh. It gets worse. It gets like, I feel like I'm painting myself out to be this really cringy, like. No, when you said like, you said, I I see why. There's a fly that I'm trying to murder. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. You got it. I did. <laughs> nice. It looked. Yeah, it probably looked crazy for a second. Yeah. Also, because the light goes this way, I have light bunnies. Like, the, oh, the spots, because yeah, yeah. I Do guess get I'm getting old. Yeah. No. Oh. And so, anyways. Um, yeah, at the beginning, you were like, oh, I see why people judge me. But then you explain yourself, like, oh, I just want to be fulfilled spiritually. And it makes total sense. Right. Yeah, it's like a spiritual counselor or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even though sometimes it's uh, hacky, hokey, yeah. but, you know. Who cares? 100%. And also, like, I'm not like, this is my main source of mental health care. (laughs) Like, I got my shit covered. This is just, like, a little extra fun. This is how you know your job has good benefits, where you can afford both. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. I can't fucking quit my job. It feeds my habits. Yeah. It feeds my (laughs) habits. It's funny that if a guy said that, it'd usually be cocaine. And then for a woman, it's like, yeah, my my psychic readings. (laughs) No, I used to do oh, a lot of blow. Yeah. But then I learned that it eats your brain. Oh, what? Like it makes your brain start eating itself. I didn't look into it, but... Someone told me that 
you get nosebleeds and because they mix in powdered uh, yeah. glass into cocaine to right. cut into your blood vessels so cocaine absorbs quicker. Oh. And that fucks up the inside of your nose. Yeah. I've never done cocaine. Okay. That's fair why enough. I'm not that skinny. You are. You're like a. You're like <laughs> a slender I was, guy. I wasn't fishing. Uh, That's my instinct, by yeah. the way. If anyone comments on their like appearance, right away. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. Immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. Why? Maybe because I don't know. Like I have a lot of body image stuff, and so I feel like I need to like manage. This Why person. you look great? Thank you. Um, I don't know. Like since high school, I struggled with it, and like I've been in therapy for a while. What's your biggest it. insecurity about your body? Everything, like everything, like my like stomach, my legs, everything. There's I every birthday I pick yeah. one part of my body to like dedicate to liking that year. Oh, well, yeah. what year is today? No. This year was like the little like skin in between my arm and my Oh, tip. like this, this stuff right yeah, here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Mine's yeah. kind of flabby. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's kind of flabby. Yeah. I don't, I don't notice these things yeah. on other people, but I'm like hypercritical oh. of myself. Isn't that funny? Yeah. 100%. Huh. I also like, I don't, I realized the other day, like I don't take compliments at all if unless i believe them fully mm. like if a comic comes up to me after a set and i don't think i did well and they're like good job i'm just like oh they're lying to me they're saying that to like make me feel better i can yeah. never like take it you know in my mind even if i have a good set and someone's like good set i'm like i've had better sets yeah like i feel shame yes. that i wasn't able to show them the better set yeah 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 than the set I had. Right. Which is pretty insane. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like in some scenarios it's helped. <laughs> in what know. way? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know which scenarios that would be helpful in. Maybe like motivation and drive, yeah. but also likely not. No. Because the things I do, I do because I enjoy them, not because I want to impress someone. Yeah. I don't know. Well, maybe it started. With Comedy is all about impressing people, though. Like, that's the whole crux of it is your... The whole point is to, like, make an impression on a group of strangers. Hopefully a positive one. I mean, it is. But I think of comedy as... <laughs> um, this is a common theme for the last few episodes here. Uh, as control. Okay. Yeah. But I guess, like, in my mind, when you make an impression on someone, you control their view. But you have no control. I have all the control. No, you don't. You can't control whether or not they laugh at you. Hell yeah, I can. I can say... Are you saying the same... Okay, let's... I can do a bad joke and it won't. So it's like... Every good joke you have has done well? Not always. Right. But, like, if we're taking the average of a set, like, I can make a person laugh. Okay. See, the, I had an argument with my therapist about this because <laughs> she kept saying, um, you can't control people. You can't. You cannot, right? Yeah. But that's not what my experience tells me. Cause You're I'm, manipulating people. Yeah, is that but, closer to But what that's it is? control too, right? If you're manipulating yes. people, you're controlling them. Yes. But according to her, you can't even manipulate people. They choose to be swayed. Okay. Yeah, they yeah. choose to be swayed. But I'm saying a lot of people these days are so... Uh, deep in the dream world mm -hmm. that they don't have the conscious choice they just go with the flow so if the flow takes them a certain way they'll go right during a set if you create a flow for people to go uh -huh. and you don't wake them up from the slumber right they'll go okay 
And then there's something to say about like waking people up and then giving them the choice and having them choose. I guess you should that's consider even more being a speechwriter for like a dictator. Yeah. <laughs> I I was like maybe I should do a cult. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe not a cult. Well, no. Yeah. It's got all the things I like. It's got yeah. sex. It's got writing. Well, creativity. it doesn't. It doesn't. You included. You added the sex <laughs> in. No. Let's be clear. Not every cult has a sex aspect to it. Almost every cult has a sex. aspect. Okay. Yeah. Think of a cult. Okay, I, I've already thought of one. Okay, which one is it? Um, that multi-level marketing scheme where they all sold leggings. <laughs> That's a cult. <laughs> it was very cult-like. You should. I think there's if there's no sex, comment. there's no cult. So for you, it has to have sex in order. Cult? To be a cult. Yeah, it has to. It's like power over people, sex, and um, I've looked into this. <laughs> <laughs> How to start a cult for well, dummies? For dummies, absolutely. <laughs> They basically, they cut people out from the, this is also like a cult is literally an abusive relationship. Just like it's the next step. Yes. You seem excited right now and I'm scared. (laughs) No, I'm just saying like it's, I don't know where I'm going, but it's like, okay. And then the abusive relationship generally what happens. I've been on both ends of that. Uh, You're like, they cut out your support network. Mm-hmm. And then they create dependence, mm-hmm. and then there's sex. Usually, very good sex. Very good sex. Very good sex. I Dis- mean, if you're dysfunctional being con- sex is like the best sex. Maybe in the moment, but then I'm sure those yeah, people yeah. later oh. reflect on it, and they're like, "Oh, that was assault." No. No. Because well, if you don't, if if you're being controlled, and sex is a part of that control. Mm. I guess if you think like way back where like, oh, if I'm being controlled, then technically I can't consent, blah, 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 yeah. blah, then yeah. But I'm saying more like, um, not that level of dysfunctional relationship. Okay. Haven't been in that, obviously. M- no, ma- I was still relating it to the cult. I was The cult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also good for you for being able to be like, I have been on both sides of that relationship. Yeah, I feel I'm like... a, you know, I'm an equal opportunity yeah. kind of guy. <laughs> I'll, no, I'll be abused as, uh, uh, no, neither. I would not want to do either unless it's a part of a scenario. Right. Yeah. Like a sex game of sorts. Yeah. Like a cult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, why can't we have a cult where we pretend we do things, right? but we don't actually do things? Dude, I am ripe for a cult. That's what my ex told me about me. That you're ripe for a cult? Yeah. Like, being in one? Yeah, yeah. Okay. She's like, you... My ex was in a cult. Oh, was she? Like, her parents were. Oh, um, okay. I probably shouldn't say this. Eh. I want to know. She said she wouldn't listen to it. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, uh, her parents... It's not a cult. Okay, it's classified as a cult. They don't believe they're a cult, which makes them a cult. Most cults don't believe they're yeah. a cult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, she she grew up in it, apparently, and there's a bunch of stories she told me about it, which are fucked. Uh, she was like, you, you're you ripe for it. Like, you What's be it the called? Kind of, I'll bleep it out. It's... Oh, okay. You, it's like... Um, oh. Okay. Where they basically... They're kind of Christian-ish, but their main thing is, like, if we mix bloodlines, we'll get rid of racism and hate in the world. They would uh, host, like, largest arrangement wedding events in the history of the world. Like, they would have, like, 50,000 couples married at one ceremony. So were you part of that? No, 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 no. No, but were you about to be, like... No, no, no. Okay. No, no, no. Because she was, like, 
I'm technically second generation, you okay. wouldn't be accepted. Like your, uh, your status and it wouldn't be cool. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. That doesn't sound like that bad of a cause as cults go. Anyways. <laughs> so why did she say you were right for a cult? Oh, because I think at the time I was going through a uh, period of self-reflection and I was kind of seeking uh, something to follow. Right. And little did I know, something to follow was with me the whole time. Right. Um, just a period of really not knowing what to do, who yeah. I am, where I want to be. And that's literally all cults want. Yeah. Truly. I'm just like so horny for community. Oh like, my god, yes. Yeah. I, I've been thinking of low-key trying to join the Freemasons for a bit. Okay. Almost did, honestly. Like, they keep sending me messages about joining a meeting, and I'm like, oh. Sending you messages? You, that means you signed up for a newsletter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, I, I, literally, I went to, like, one social event, but it was over okay. Zoom, and I was like, I don't know, everyone here is very old. Right. And white. Yeah. I mean, you will soon be old and white. White. Yeah. <laughs> I hope for, like, a light brown at some point. Okay. Like a nice olivey tan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, I can swing that. I have some Romanian in me. Yeah, there you go, Eastern European. But yeah, and then uh, I was like church maybe, but I, I can't, uh-uh. I can't. I need something that somebody else made up because, like, well, I mean, I guess that is literally what <laughs> the Bible is, but I need it to be new so that like I can't necessarily debunk it. Yeah. What else is there? Like, what could you do besides a cult? something along those lines you know like what kind of organization i guess you could join some volunteer organization where it's like for the betterment of humanity yeah, but that's fucking yeah. boring well that's what comedy has been for me i feel like yeah. it's like massively a that's community. why yeah, yeah like one of the biggest reasons why i still do it besides all the fucking fame and glamour so much fame and glamour yeah i'm up to my neck in fame and glamour yeah and exposure yeah yeah so much yeah i can't even mm. Gym used to be that for me when I was in university. That seems like a big thing for guys. Not so much now. Mm. Now, like, I, I don't have a set schedule for working out. And then I just... I see the same people, but I don't know. I don't feel like fucking... Do you talk to people at the gym, though? No, I, when weird. I was at university, like, oh. I, a lot of my people. friends would be from there. Oh. Because I would... I had a bit of a thing where I would play my own music to the whole gym. I hate that. Yeah. Why would you do that? Because... People would be like, why? Because I would just come up to the front desk, put my own music on, and then go Oh, it wasn't just like playing off your iPhone? No, 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 no. Okay, okay. No, not out loud. No, no, no. Like, I would control the speakers. Oh, okay. And then they would be like, why are you doing it? And someone with headphones would be like, like, walk by, and I'd be like, hey, man. They'd take their headphone off and be like, what's up? And I'm like, that's why. Because I can just ask someone a question, don't have to, like, turn off my music or, like, get distracted. I can just ask, get an answer, get to my workout. And then what do you ask? Well, like, what's up? Okay. Or, like, hey, are you using this machine or whatever the fuck, you know, right. like, gym talk. So you're pretty good at making new friends. A terrible. Oh. Ter- I'm... But half the battle is just approaching them. Oh, no, no, no. Half the battle is opening up to people because I have huge trust mm. issues. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I initially I thought that having a podcast about dating would uh, or having a podcast in general would kind of work that but it's not because most of the people that listen to it they don't necessarily some reach out and talk to me and this is cool but most are strangers so sharing things with strangers into the void doesn't really help with trust issues it's just like but we're not strangers you're gonna have to I see know. me again yeah I guess sometimes oversharing to like over deal with the trust issues mm. and then i'm like oh worst case scenario like it didn't matter <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't know i just like i like my own space 
often and um, very controlling about my schedule and such and okay. things I do and how I do it. So. Are you a, do you know attachment styles? Yeah. Are uh, you avoidant? I am, I think I'm the the one that's both bad. Oh, fearful because, of both anxious and avoidant? Yeah, okay. like swinging between the two depending oh, nice. on who I'm with. Okay, okay, yeah, nice. Yeah. I think I'm more, I'm actually leaning more towards the anxious one. Mm. That doesn't seem, as somebody who's so like control being so important, it doesn't seem like you would be anxious. Okay, uh, what, what is, sorry, I have to quickly look it up. Oh, sorry. I think I'm avoidant. Yeah. Dismissive avoidant. I, I could feel that for me. Yeah, and then slightly anxious. Okay. Just slightly. If the person you're dating is avoidant, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not always anxious. I think, I think it's just because uh, I would build, like, walls instead of boundaries, and then... Because before, I'd be both, mm-hmm. and it'd be too chaotic for me, mm-hmm. so then I, I just fucking, I was like, okay, well, if that person doesn't come through, I'm out, they're out of my life, and right. then that made me like a little less anxious, but way more avoidant, mm. yeah. Now you have, like, a criteria for who can enter your life? Sort of. It, it's mostly, like, it's not even a criteria, it's just kind of like a punch card. It's like, if if someone doesn't punch out three times, they're in. Okay. Like over a period of time, you know, if they punch out, they get another chance. If they punch out again, they get another chance. If they punch out, sorry, I'll just move on. Yeah. And not, yeah. So much of my early dating experience was just like, oh, you like me? Okay, I guess I like you too. And now I'm just sort of starting to realize like that's not what I want. Yeah. Two years ago, over like a period of couple years before that I would just meet people and like yeah you know first dates are exciting and you meet people you like hook up or whatever it was always kind of mundane like it would just go through the motions like oh yeah meet person blah 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 Mm -hmm. and then like when I met my ex that was um that I went traveling with right it was insane. Like, off the bat, it was like lightning. But do you think that's because you guys were traveling? Because I feel like... No, no, no. This... We no. met before. Oh. But I also realized that one of my patterns is like... Because I was born in the Soviet Union, and then literally within a month it broke apart. There's nothing to do. No work. So my mom had to travel outside the country to work. Mm-hmm. And so I realized that my pattern is... One of the patterns is if someone's about to leave, I'm like, I love you. Let's get married. Oh, because it's recreating that sort of like childhood circumstance with your mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, that's fucked up. But also it explains a lot of things. Well, it also means you never have to fully open up because there's an expiration date on the... Is that where you got best before date? Uh, Well, sort of. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, not specifically, but I was like, dating is very carnal. Yeah. That's why there's a meat package and then there's an expiry date because eventually meat goes bad and yeah, yeah, there's yeah. more, t- there has to be more than just meat. Otherwise right. you're just chasing a new steak. And well, they why... say that like two years is what our like reptilian brain is oh. used to because like back in the olden days you would like get preg like you'd have a relationship, you'd get pregnant that last nine months, then you'd have a baby and then your partner stays around for like just long enough for you to like get the baby on its feet and then done really i heard this on a comedian's podcast Oh, okay so yeah 
I... But I was like, that kind of tracks. I feel like yeah. a lot of long-term relationships end after two years. So... No. No? No. Years are shorter. <laughs> yes. Uh, but that's because I don't usually have a baby. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've read that... So you heard it here first, ladies. Just have a baby and Al will stick around. For at least two years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've read that it takes, I think, three to six months to get out of the, not the honeymoon stage, but the honeymoon stage. Yeah. Six months? Three to six. More than that. More than that? Yeah. Yeah. That's when you have to start, like, working for it. Right. And that's when a relationship kind of evolves. But if you think, if you keep it casual, you can... Extend that to like, you know, two years at least. I'm so bad at, I've never really like dated. All of my things have turned into long-term relationships. Even though I like, that's not what I've wanted. Hmm. They've somehow turned into long-term relationships. Interesting. Yeah. How long have you guys been dating for? Just over four years now. Oh, wow. Look at that. You went double that without kids even. I know, yeah. That's almost like four times. Yeah. I am the baby in the relationship. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! When I when I see that on a dating profile, like I'm still a kid at heart, oh. I'm like, nope, that screams codependency to me. And oh. I'm already codependent enough that okay. if I have someone who's like come to terms that they're a child, yeah, I'm like, it's I'm not, too much. I'm not dealing with this. Yeah. There can only be one child in a relationship. Yeah, we can take turns. Right, that's, that's okay. That's healthy. Yeah, but if it's constant like parent-child situation where either I'm the child or I'm the parent, I'm out. Yeah. I don't, I don't need that. Yeah. No. I need some healthy. Have you been a parent in a relationship? My last one. Oh. They were really like volatile or what? <laughs> I feel bad because I wanted to have her on a podcast, but her current boyfriend was like, nah, that's not uh, going to happen. That's though. fair. And I was like, that's fine. I'll wait a couple months. Um, oh, as in like, oh, shit. Uh, no, no, no. I did say that, but as a joke, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> And I feel bad do, saying it because there's no other person to share their side of the story. Oh, okay. So yeah. that's why I'm not. But um, I felt that her parents were very controlling. Okay. Why is there a weed whacker? So, yeah. Someone's whacking some weeds. Hell yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm not saying I'm always right. Yeah. But like I... <laughs> but 90% of the time. Not... Mm, I feel like years ago, I was like, I know what's right. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, I am right. But if you think you have better way, more efficient way, we can debate it or argue over it. Mm-hmm. And if it is a better way, my way will be that way. Like I'll okay. change. Right, I'll right, change right. to meet the more efficient, the better way. Okay. I don't know. Dudes are so like, there's no logic behind that. Yeah. But... There's no right or wrong when it comes to feelings. That's true. Right? Yeah, I'm coming to realize that. But there is a wrong way to... Communicate? Yes. Yeah. Your feelings. Yeah. Which th- then end up making it so that the, it becomes the other person's responsibility to deal with your feelings. Right. But there's no wrong way to be like, I feel angry right now. Mm. Or I feel disconnected from you right now. Is what I'm trying to learn in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of crazy because my whole life I thought I was very like logical and um, like science oriented and blah, blah, blah. But the last few years I realized and I learned that I'm actually not. I think from early on I was pretty like artsy and creative. Mm-hmm. 
But then because there's a lot of chaos in my childhood, I used logic and sciences to create framework where things made sense, which would give me sort of control. And then I just started to rely on that so much. And then recently I'm like, oh, that's not necessarily who I am. I was just using it as a, like a coping mechanism to deal with things. Um, I have a question for you. Yeah. Are you into like free spirited women? What do you mean by free-spirited women? Like, very much just, like, nomads who, like... Actually, no, you said you'd like someone who has an expiration date. They might not be here for very long. <laughs> but that's confusing to me because Oh, control... like, free love and yeah, that sort of thing? Or, like, I'm just confused because control seems to be very important to you. Mm. But then you also were saying you like when you know someone is leaving, which sounds completely out of your control. I kind of know what to expect. Yeah. So, it, it, in a way, it is control. Right. You get to decide when they leave you. Not not necessarily when they leave me, but I know they'll leave me, so I get to decide how much I can do in that right, time. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. But then they leave, and I'm like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But free-spirited women. Like, do you like a girl who agrees with you a lot? No. Okay. I actually like to not argue, but I like to have disagreements, because that's how I think. Mm-hmm. Like... If I think something is a certain way, the reason why I think it's a certain way often is because I looked at like all the options mm-hmm. and I poked holes in them. And whichever had the least holes in it is the right choice for me. So when I argue with fewer someone... Fewer holes, the better. Fewer holes, the better. <laughs> less holes. Less, that should be the new name of your podcast. Less, less holes. No holes. Uh, no holes is the best. Um, when you can't, yeah. So I would look at all the options and then, uh, whichever one stood the test the best is the one I'd go with. So when I argue with someone, it's that same process just out loud, but also getting another person's point of view. Mm. And that way I can be even better with my decisions. Okay. But if someone's just like, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. yeah, That's exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, where's your personality? Yeah. I'm what? dating myself at this point. But worse, because at least I know myself. Yeah. But in this scenario, it's someone who gives nothing but dilutes the situation. Like, yeah. why would I think for two people? Yes, yes. When I can just think for one and get the same result. Yeah. Do you pick fights? Sometimes, yeah. But I, um, I've learned to let go quite a bit. I would just laugh because <laughs> if someone says something, if someone I don't know says something wrong mm-hmm. that I know for a fact that it's wrong, I'll just laugh to myself and mm-hmm. I'll let it go. If it's someone I know, a friend, and they say something wrong, I'd pick a fight. Okay. But, but just sound- just like lighthearted banter type yeah. thing. Yeah. And that doesn't sound like picking a fight. I mean, like, I don't know, like my, the very first guy I dated was so boring i feel bad for saying that he was really boy he was a really nice kind guy yeah minus him cheating on me but like <laughs> he was just so do you think it was your fault that he cheated on me no okay good i'm like such a fun girlfriend yeah okay, all right no i don't good. think it's my fault at all i think we were just really young we shouldn't have been in like a committed long-term relationship which is fine um but he was so boring and when i reflect on a relationship i'm like oh i definitely like, picked fights for excitement purposes, mm. which is fucked. Like, I would never do that. Like now. a cat. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Like, make eye contact and then knock something off the counter. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That vibe, for sure. 
And also I had so much like resentment towards him that I like, but I didn't want to be like, I'm still mad at you for doing this thing because I decided to forgive you. Mm, resentment toward him. Yeah. Why did you resent him? Because he cheated on me several oh, times. Oh, 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 okay. Well, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, so you knew when you stayed together. Yeah, I know. It's fucked. And I shouldn't have. I was so young. I was mm. like 20. Like, For me, it's over immediately. Well, he also, he told me like, oh, it's so bad. But I saw these texts on his phone. So we both went to school in Montreal together. Yeah. And then we would go home for like winter break and summer break and stuff and then come back. And I would look through his phone, which is fucked. I would never do that now. But um, yeah, so I saw he had texts that were like, sorry, I can't fuck tonight. I'm on my period. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so I showed them to him and I was like, what's this? And he's like, that's just how we talk to each other. Like, (laughs) that's just like things that we say. And I like talked to our mutual friends and they were like, he's obsessed with you. He would never cheat on you. Like, you should just take his word for it. So I did take his word for it. Yeah. And then recently, like last year, I was like, I need to know. I need to know if he actually did cheat on me. Oh, so you broke up. Broke up. Yeah. Like we stayed together. Unrelated. Well, like kind of related, but unrelated. Yeah. Like we stayed together for two years after that. And he still did a lot of shady stuff during that time, which of course he would. Like he got away with it the first time. Right. So you asked him? I asked him recently. I was like, listen, like I'm not going to be mad. Like just tell me, did you cheat on me or not? And he was like, yeah, I did. Fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. <laughs> I'm not gonna it. be mad at you, but just tell me. Yeah. I did. Oh, I fucking knew it, you piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. Gaslighting is uh For real. Yeah. For so long, for like two years. Insane. I know. Yeah. But he's French, so it's also like that's that's on me at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. I've had a few women complain about French guys cheating on this podcast. Oh, for real? Right. Yeah. It's a theme. Yeah. Okay. It's like, you can't really... Yeah, it's kind of your fault. I, I mean, know. Yeah. At the end of the day, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we just, like, weren't meant to be. We just smoked, like, a lot of weed together. Right. And he was so sweet, like, in terms of dudes, like, you know, like, acts of service and, like, gift giving mm. and stuff. That was, like, what he was all about. Is that your thing, though? Um... Maybe it was then, but I feel like now I'm more quality time and words of affirmation. Yeah. Why are you smiling? No, it makes sense. Like, words of affirmation is a comic. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. They say also, like, the thing that you do when you're your most destructive, like, the opposite of that is your uh, love language. Like, for me, negative self-talk is what I do when I'm, like, in a really destructive state of mind. Oh. So, Yeah. Or, like, if you self-harm, like, physical touch might be your Huh, I thought my love language is physical touch, but I don't self-harm. Do you do anything bad to your body when you're feeling really down? Ooh, I do chow down on food. There you go. So maybe, like, yeah. having someone just, like... But not, I also chow down on food when I feel good, so... Right. <laughs> um, hmm, what do I do when I... Yeah, I, I don't... I stop working out. Yeah. I stop working out. I stop moving. Yeah. So I guess yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Wow. I know. Cool. That blew my mind. Yeah. So I guess mine would be... Ooh. There's so many. They're all fucking important. Yeah. Like acts of service. Well, they say that yes. they say that they're all important, but only one can fill up your... Or like one or two can fill up your tank to the top. Yeah. Acts of service. I'm sort of like... I feel like I can do things Fuck. better. Yeah. Acts of service too. Mm. It depends what it is. Like if it's like... You needed to get this thing and you forgot to go grab it, so I'm gonna grab it for you. If someone did that, I'd be like, "Who do you think you are?" Like, 
Why are you doing this? What's your agenda? What are you hiding? But it's your girlfriend, like long. What are you girlfriend? hiding? Did you cheat on me? Oh my god, you sound like really easy to date. <laughs> you sound chill, <laughs> relaxed. Uh, yeah, it would make me very uncomfortable if people were doing things for me. Because I'm like well, something to unpack. How are you trying to break my heart? Oh, you think they're being manipulative? Yeah, maybe because that's what it would mean if you did. No, that. so I think what happened was. It's actually very common with um, uh, absent parents. Like they would come back and then to make up for like not being there, they'll bring gifts. Oh yeah. So that's what my mom did when she came back from abroad. Like she'd bring me toys, she'd bring me like yeah, yeah, yeah. food, like different candy. And so like when someone does that to me, I'm like, what did you do? But that's more gift giving. Right. Um, acts of service would be like, let's yeah, say. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sorry. So, uh, yeah, I was thinking about uh, acts of service would be like doing things for me. Because I always do it myself. And then I think the problem is when I needed something to be done for me when I was a kid and like my guardians or whatever would be out and about and no one would be there and I would have to do it myself. And then I got to the point where I was like, uh, I don't ever want to like rely on someone to do things for yes, me. Yes, I'm the same if way. They, if I need them and they're not there, then yeah. I'm like fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got to do it myself. Yes. I think that's 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 where that one comes yeah. in. Yeah. I think we had really similar upbringings. Like my dad left pretty mm. early. And then, yeah, I was home alone like so much and did everything, like cooking, cleaning, everything right. myself. Uh, I was making omelets and crepes since I was like seven. Sure. Because we had uh, we had like corn fields and flour and uh, wheat fields, so we had corn flour all the time, and then uh, we had chickens. So okay. I would feed the chickens, get eggs, and then use the flour, and then we had like milk too. So I'm picturing like the most Russian music playing in the background as you do this. <laughs> this is more like slightly folky slightly like romanian-ish music i love that yeah i love eastern european like not like sad russian music. no 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 more no, like no. kind of like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yes yeah. like polka yeah sort of yeah, like that yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so there is some to unpack uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was because my therapist she's in vancouver and i was talking to her over skype and then she's like, yeah, at this point, we can only do so much over, like, online. Mm-hmm. So we've got to do a lot more stuff in person. So when you come, that wasn't, like, a sexual thing. Uh, <laughs> I hope not. Which I was like, was that? No. <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't. I, I think. <laughs> it's not. Al, do not try to date your therapist. <laughs> You're like, I don't know. I'm going to try when I get there. We'll no, see how no. It goes. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. That's why it's hard. Do you think she listens to your podcast? I fucking hope not. I hope she does. At some point, at the very beginning, I was joking. I was like, hi, if I get a new therapist, I'll be like, just listen to this podcast. I know what's going on. But it's like, what, close to 40 hours of content at this point? Yeah, that's true. Um, But yeah, she was like, we got to do some work in person, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, cool. I'll let you know when I'm back in Vancouver. And it's been five months. And I think, A, I don't really because it seems like tough work so i don't want to get into it right away and then also i think i owe her money so (laughs) (laughs) so for a variety of reasons you're skipping out yeah yeah, yeah. i think you'll you seem like somebody who's not scared to do like personal discovery stuff yeah discovery is not as hard as fixing it that's true yeah i need to do some crying that's true and some some looking deeper discovery yeah it's fine i do it as part of my joke writing every now and then for real uh 
How are your parents on on you doing stand up? I don't really have a relationship with my dad. Okay. So like he's doesn't matter what he thinks. Um my mom, oh my god. And now looking back on it, I can't fucking believe I did this. I brought her to an open mic at Lanaloo's. Oh no. Yeah. And um I mean My mom, I've I've sent um uh like I sent my stepdad and my mom videos of me doing stand up yeah. like, way back in the day. And I have not had them on a live show. No? No. Why not? I think they wouldn't catch everything. Okay. Because they're ESL. But also, like, I don't want to. It's an uncomfortable feeling. Yeah. I'm actually, like, kind of glad I did it before I knew anybody in comedy. Because I didn't really know... Like, I didn't really get the dynamics very much. So mm. I was like, this is fine. But I was really embarrassed because the host ended up finding out that it was my mom so it became like a joke that you know comics yeah. like once one comic makes the joke like everybody's yeah. gonna like jump especially at an open mic exactly yeah. so it just became a thing and then she like left and then the like audience noticed she was leaving and oh, so it just no. became like a thing but she if there's like big shows like when i was in that competition she came for that and That's stuff sweet. yeah my mom yeah. and i are like super super tight that's good. And so even if my set is, like, kind of gnarly, I'm like, it's fine. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I wouldn't... I don't know if it comes from a place of trauma, but I wouldn't want my parents on the show. That's fair. Because I also, like, I was talking about it before, I don't want to... I don't want to rely on some... That sounds bad. I don't want to <laughs> rely on someone to be at the show to be able to do the show. As in you think if they were like, I'm coming, and they're like, I'm not coming, yeah. you would feel all fucked up yeah. about it? Yeah, oh, before okay. the show. Like, I'd much rather, like, be like, hey, if you come, that'd be cool. If not, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And then do the show regardless. And then after, they're like, oh, I was there. I was like, oh, dope. Do you invite like, non-comedy people to shows? Like, friends? Uh, yeah, yeah. Not as many, because, like, I'll invite to big ones. Um, because as a comic, like, I have... I don't know, up to maybe 20 minutes set, right? And so if I'm doing 7 or 15, it's going to be a lot of repeated stuff. Yeah. And I don't want to be like, oh, you should come to this one and this one and this one. Yeah. Because it's going to be the same set. Right. And as a, like, comics get it, but a non-comic, they'll be like, I've heard this joke before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't want to do that. I think I'll do it, like, once I'm, like, touring around. I'll be like, I'll be in town doing 30 or 45. Like, come see me. And then I'm out of there. Right. Back to the whole, you know, leaps of type thing. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm like, comedy is the best, kind of, if you think about it. Because you're only in town for a couple of days. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. The best for dating? It's not It does. It's not just dating that I'm like, oh, if someone leaves, that's cool. I right. make friends real quick, too, oh. if someone's about to leave. I get so attached to friends. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I can't. No, we're going to work through any issue we fucking have. <laughs> I'm not letting this go. I try not to. I... The way I do it is, like, do my thing, and if someone's stuck around for long enough, I'm like, they're the real ones. Right. And then after that, I'm, I'm in. Yeah. But I'm not, like, I'm not spending time on someone I just met to okay. be like, we need to work for this issue, because it's no, like no, so no, early no, that no, it doesn't no. matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, if I find someone that I vibe with, I will be really, like, proactive mm. to make sure we, like, keep building that bond. Okay. I think that's good. It's just... <laughs> It slightly goes against my... I, I don't want to keep saying traumas. <laughs> Just like your way of being? Yeah, or like, not the way of being, but the way that I've brought myself up. Yeah. That it's like, uh, I have to kind of take things slow, build trust, 
and then go from there. Yeah. But to me, that sounds like you feel more solid in the person you are. Like, you don't need necessarily external validation that much. See, that's where I'm not sure if it's just that whole um, avoidant thing. Yeah. It's To me, it's like, am I... Am I choosing it because it makes me feel comfortable or am I choosing it because that's who I am? Mm. It's it's hard to tell sometimes. Yeah. When you do, do you ever like try doing the opposite to see what Oh, all the time. Like? That's why, I mean, part of the reason why I started doing stand-up was because I knew that when I put myself in a position where I'm on stage or I'm leading a crowd or I'm presenting that I, I'm good at it and I enjoy it. But getting myself into that position takes a lot of energy yeah. and a lot of push. So I was like, why don't I just fucking jump into it and make it a non-negotiable where I do it all the time since I kind of enjoy doing it. For the longest time, I was like, I'm an introvert. But mm. then when I talk to people, they're like, you're so social. And I'm like, <laughs> fooled them. <laughs> so, but you can be charismatic and social and still feel depleted from social right. interactions. Yeah. So I guess if you look at it as just introvert versus extrovert like by the energy like whether or not you're full or depleted by mm -hmm. interaction but not in terms of like how you behave mm -hmm, mm -hmm. then i guess you can do everything but yeah. just you know take time to recharge yeah i don't know sometimes i get home after a show where i had a lot of fun and talk to people and that i consider friends and i'm like hell yeah i get home and i'm fucking pumped yeah so i don't know what it is i think comics also just have this like contagious energy at least that's how i feel like anytime i leave a show mm. i'm just in such a good mood because people are just so funny and mm. honest you get what you see you see what you get you get what you see i don't know what the saying is but do you know what i mean you don't agree. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I, I get it like in person, but I remember when I started comedy, I'd see uh, a bunch of people that are staples now in the scene mm -hmm. do jokes and I'd be like, oh my God, me too. And then I'd come up after and be like, hey, like I feel the same way. And they're like, what? And I'm like, well, you did that, right? And they're like, no, it's just a joke. And I, was uh... like, and I was like, oh shit, it's an act. Okay, cool. Like. Yeah. So I would just take everything that's on stage as like a kind of like an act. Right. And then after the fact, like I'd talk to people and they would like, oh, that actually happened, but it happened this way. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. In-person interactions, absolutely. But what I see on stage, I'm like, it's a performance. Yeah. I can't do that though. I can't do something that doesn't feel aligned with what I'm currently experiencing. Mm. Otherwise, the I feel like the audience can tell I'm faking it. I, I get where you're coming from. If you're looking at stand-up as an art form of its own, then yeah, that I, I absolutely agree with it. Yeah. I started to look at it more like, if I don't feel the jokes, the audience is not going to feel the jokes, so I need to act like I feel the joke. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then the audience will feel the joke if I'm good enough at acting. Right. I don't think I'm good at pretending to feel a way I don't. It's not pretending, though. Like, acting, you actually feel... I fool myself to feel a certain way. Yes. It's a skill for sure. Yeah. I just don't think it's a skill I have. Like, even when I had a job as, like, a sales associate, if I had a bad day, I would just be, like, crying, oh. folding clothes. And my boss is like, you got to leave. Like, this is, <laughs> nobody can see you like this. So I just think I'm, like, I'm really bad at hiding my yeah. emotions. Oh, I'm great at it. Yeah. That's yeah. scary. I'm, like, the best. See, that's the, like, if you're mad at somebody, will yeah. you not tell them? Depends. Okay. 
It depends. It depends if it matters. Like, if I'm mad at someone who doesn't matter to me, yeah. I'm like, why am I even mad? This doesn't matter. Right. But if I'm mad at a friend, like, depends. Is this me being reasonable or is this me being hurt from a place of trauma? Mm. If it's hurt from the place of trauma, it's my thing. I right. have to deal with it. I also think, like, this is where I'm, like, taking advantage of the whole, you, you can't make a person feel a certain way. Yeah. So if someone's upset at something I said, I'm like, you chose to be upset. Ow. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. You okay, if I'm like, moved. you are hideous and yeah. I hate you. I know it's not true. And you don't really know me, so it doesn't matter. I guess, but at the same time, like, I my intent is malicious. Yeah. And that's not okay. Sure. I'm like, you're being a shitty person, but it doesn't affect me. Okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. I guess there's a difference between, like... But I, I'm not going to ever be like... If someone's like, hey, you upset me. Yeah. I'm not going to be like, well, that's a you problem. Like, maybe you should control your feelings a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. In my mind, I'll be like, okay, they chose to be upset, but the, you can't control the way you feel, right? Yeah. You cannot control the way you feel. Yes. Your feelings are based on your thoughts, on the way your brain works, which right. you can't control. Right. So someone chose to think that that joke touches them in a certain way and attacks them. Mm-hmm. And then they felt, because of it, they felt angry and blah, blah, blah. We're talking a hypothetical where a joke offended someone, right? Yeah. I understand they're upset and they can't control it. So that's where I'm like, it doesn't matter. Right. Because they can't control it. So it doesn't right. matter. And they're just, it's an outburst. It's, it, you know. Yeah. But I do want to, I do want to be like responsible for how I make people feel. I want to take, make... I want to take accountability for right. how I make people feel. But see, that's the thing. You can't make someone feel something because you don't have control over Okay. The impacts that I have on someone. Okay. That's fair. That's exactly the same conversation. Except I was saying what you're saying. I was like, yeah, I can control what people think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And my, my therapist is like, no, you cannot. They choose to feel, like, they choose to think a certain way. And I'm like, but I can steer the way they feel? Right. And she's like, mm, I guess you could say that. And I'm like, yeah, that's control. Right. Okay, yeah, I see what you mean. It does, I guess it is in a way, a lot of the times when someone's upset with me, yeah. my immediate reaction is to just fix the situation. Mm. As opposed to like hearing them out, yeah, their feelings. Yeah, I do that too. Yeah. yeah, which is really dismissive and super manipulative. Yeah, because you're like, I don't want to feel like you're mad at me anymore. Yeah, so I'm going to do whatever I think you need. Yeah, which is actually not what you need at all. You just need me to fucking hear Listen. you out. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I am more. Um. <laughs> maybe I do need more control in my life than I think I do. Or I mean, like currently, I probably have more of a need for control oh, than I'm allowing saying. myself to realize. Oh, okay. Yeah. See? Yeah. Like, that's the whole argument. I was like, what do you mean? Like, if I go on stage and tell a joke and they laugh, I didn't make them laugh. She's like, no, no, no. They choose to laugh at your joke. And I was like, <laughs> no one sitting there was like, I'm going to laugh at this joke. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. Right. No one did that. They. It was involuntary laughter because, you know, the joke was fucking fire. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> and so I caused that. She's like, yes, but you didn't... You created the environment for yeah. them to, like, yeah. to facilitate that I reaction. made it easy for them to choose to do it. Right. Which, in my mind, is manipulation. But then isn't every single thing you do in relation to others manipulation? In... Because no. you're always having expectations or a desired Ooh. outcome. Ooh, that's a good argument. I guess it depends on your intent. intent. Yeah. Yeah. 
Ooh. <laughs>